and welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's July 7th, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Thanks for playing the, letting me hear that song. Thank you. <laughs> I'll play it again during the break if you want me to. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> hi, Walt. Hey, Dolly. Hi, Nancy. Uh, good evening, everyone. Yeah. I heard that uh, Dolly had a really uh, unsatisfying honeymoon with President Trump. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now how did you hear that? You don't listen to say what? <laughs> no, I listen to you. What you tell me on Skype? <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> I was in a bit of a snit there, Walt. Well, I told Nancy. Um, uh, I don't know if she saw my comment on Skype that. Uh, I don't think he's stupid enough to reveal his plans to the opposition. And you, and it's kind of a pattern that months prior to this event, there were all these rumors flying back and forth. Oh, he's going to reveal that JFK Jr. is alive, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's going to uh, reveal that JFK Jr. is going to run uh, the, the, the ballot with him, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's going to reveal the secret space program is alive and well. They're going to be showing ships, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, come on. I mean, can you be so stupid as to reveal to the opposition everything you're going to do? To me, it, it must have been, I haven't seen anything. I don't, like I said, I don't have television service, so I didn't see anything. But uh, with all that uh, buildup, it was obviously just a big, fat distraction. Who knows what really happened behind the scenes that uh, that's the real significant activity while everybody's busy, you know. Well, it wasn't uh, the president that was doing that. It was me and Dolly and Jan Shaw. (laughs) 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 We were spreading those rumors. The president didn't say it. Well, there you have it. Us guys. (laughs) You were working for the president at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we get all these clues, you know, and then somebody says, maybe it's this, and we go, yeah, let's make it that, and then we jump on it, you know, I mean... Well, it wasn't only you. Did you see the photo that I sent you? I don't think that was a, a, a Photoshop mock-up. Did you see that? I saw that. It, which he's talking about a billboard that was, I think it was a lighted billboard, wasn't it? I'm not sure. But it said JFK Jr. and uh, Trump and JFK Jr., you know, 2020. And then it had uh, where we go, one goes, go we all. So, um, yeah, it was, was a, a huge, a, a, that would have cost a highway a, billboard. Oh, that would have cost many thousands of dollars to put up. Yeah. Yeah. We're not the only and ones saying happened? it. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get me wound up again. <laughs> well, when he, when he got off the plane, she said, that's not Donald, <laughs> the real one. Right. And I right. said, oh, well, then nothing's going to happen. Oh, really? <laughs> That's what you thought? Yeah, as soon as... Well, I think you're right, yeah. Because when the big stuff's going to happen, I think he, he will definitely want to be there. Yeah. I, th- I think you have to have the master magician playing the trump card to, you know, pull some yeah. of this stuff off. Now, it yeah. was interesting, Walt, because when um, his wife g- came off the plane, she had the strangest dress on. 
Yes, she did. You know, and talk about setting people up. I mean, these these guys are good at it. They're really good at it. So she wears this very weird dress. It was a white dress, nicely cut, nothing really fancy, a uh, cocktail kind of dress, right, Dolly? Am I describing it correctly? Yeah, yeah. And But it had this black lines all over it that you couldn't quite figure out what what design it was or was it figures or what was it. Well, the media got all over her. I mean, you know, well, it turns out that this was based on uh, the the drawings of an artist. I don't know that he was actually a designer, but he was an artist. And it was designed into this dress because this particular artist committed suicide because he couldn't get over the pedophilia situations he had been in as a child. And she wore that the day that they... Uh, arrested Maxwell, the girlfriend of Epstein. You know, so that really? here's the here's the here's the crazy media people all over about it, and then you know the truth is no, she was <laughs> she she was doing it in support of victims of pedophilia, but at the very same time talking about coordination. You know, they've arrested her. So there there's all sorts of symbolism and deep deep things behind the scene that's absolutely true well it's it's interesting this whole uh pedophilia thing it's uh it's becoming part of the i mean the subject of it is becoming part of the the culture at some point because um we just recently saw a movie called dark encounter and on the surface it um it's like the you know the or was it uh, Encounters of the Third Kind type of movie where uh, there's a family in their home in the middle of the country and they're faced with all this phenomena of lights and things floating in the air and, uh, you know, the pans in the kitchen are being pulled off the hooks from like magnetic energy or, you know, all the, the kind of manifestations that you see. And, like, for those people that saw, I'm, I'm sure you must have seen it, they... Encounters of the Third Kind, remember the the woman in the house alone with a little boy and all the strange things that happened, you know, the lights. And finally they took the boy, remember that? So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> creepy. I so remember the, that creepy, one, creepy. yeah. So this is a, um, so all of that phenomena you see in the film. But at the heart of the film, he, he I like the writing, the writing and the directing and the acting. It's all very nice. You'll, if for those that want to see it, you'll find it in um, Amazon Prime. It's called Dark Encounter. And the interesting thing is, the aliens are not the point. The point is that a year prior to the events that they experienced, um, a little girl disappeared. As she must have been eight or nine years old. And Macy disappeared. Um, it's been a year and nobody knows what happened to her, if she was kidnapped, if she was killed or nothing. And uh, at the end, everybody's taken by surprise. You know, I, I don't know if you want me to tell you the, the ending of the film, you know, uh, what, what, what really happened to the little girl. What happened well, is they were, these aliens were used to visiting her. So when what happened to her happened, they came back 
to show the family what really happened to the girl. So in a sense, they were messengers to, so that the, the whole family could had a direct psychic experience where they witnessed first, it's like being physically there. They witnessed what happened to the little girl. And it wasn't the aliens who made her disappear. So it's up to you if you want me to tell you the end of the film or if you want to <laughs> see it. It's very, I think it's very well done. Well, um, is it, is, is the message in what you haven't told us or have you given us the message? No, I haven't told you the message because that's the thing. Well, let me get, let me guess, let me guess here. You were talking about pedophilia. (laughs) Right. So you, you, you're already halfway there. Yeah. So, so, okay. All right. Um, let's not because I don't want to spoil it for somebody that might watch it. And sometimes, you know, well, uh, that was what was I, I was watching. I was listening to Jan Shaw, and Jan was doing a sh- complete show on um, the arrest of Maxwell, and she's reading from different articles, and I was sitting there and I'm going like, two months ago, two months ago, you would never have heard descriptions like you were hearing on mainstream media. It wouldn't have happened. You know, because, I mean, they were getting pretty graphic about the uh, indictment. What does this mean? You know, and yes, already in a very short... It's that it's that uh, Snowden syndrome, you know? You're being... You're listening... Everybody... Everything you say in the phone or the computer is, is known by NSA. Oh, you people are crazy. Snowden... Everything you know is on the NSA. Yeah, we all know that. It's the same kind of thing happening. You know, and I swear to God, it'll be the same thing when UFOs just sort of, you know, appear. Well, there they are. Isn't that nice? They're finally, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't, we're, we're being, you know, systematically, our aware, let's say our awareness is being systematically conditioned in us. Yeah, and at the same time we've got the Terminator movies. What the? <laughs> and we've got we've got um, oh Captain uh, America and the uh, Avengers. Is that what they called the group up there? That that's all secret space program shit, crap stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wilcock was talking about that. He was saying that that uh, what's the term that he uses? Uh, soft. What is it? Um, um, soft disclosure. Soft disclosure, that's the thing. That's the word I was looking for. Did you want, well, tell us what, because I, I keep saying, people keep saying to me, have you seen the Wilcock thing? And I keep saying no, and nobody tells me what it's about. What but, Wilcock thing? <laughs> Wilcock, yeah, what Wilcock thing? Oh, he's been doing these four-hour shows. He had Danian Brinkley on. Oh, Danian's interesting. Yeah, well, he's had. As many he did, times as he's died. Zach. <laughs> who's who's this person? Daniel Brinkley. He he's been uh, zapped by electricity and lightning. Thrown in lightning every time. NDEs. Yeah, that's what I meant. I just said the wrong word. <laughs> what about four times now? <laughs> well, he's been clinically dead twice, and got, and he's gone over to the other side. And he comes back with some of the most amazing information. 
You mean like, he gets kicked out because they don't want him back there? Um, I think it's a bizarre messenger role he has, you know. <laughs> okay, we got to get you out. You know, instead of E.T.'s coming down and beaming him up to the ship, they zap him with electricity. He dies and he's on the other side. And they say, okay, now we have to show you this and this and this and this and this. And now you're going back and report it. Boom. Wow. I mean, you know, Walt, when he got hit with the electricity in the two cases that killed him, one time he was in his bed, the other time he was on the phone. He wasn't even outside. Oh, wow. I mean, that's a message, so like, right? So he's like a magnet for lightning? I think he's a messenger with a very peculiar way of getting out and getting the message. <laughs> he does not get on a horse, honey. He rides a lightning bolt right into the other side. Yeah, and he's very. Yeah, he's really, really. I mean, I saw. Uh, well, I'm on the the mailing list, and I saw that this was going to happen, you know. And I really want, but four hours is too much. I don't have four four consecutive hours to give to anybody. You know, unless it's radio. But I just couldn't do it. And so people keep saying to me, did you see? I don't know if anybody saw it. Everybody knows it exists. Well, now you know it exists, too. So you don't. You didn't listen to it either. I was hoping you would see, list, list, list. Where, where is this being uh, broadcast YouTube, or shown? YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh, oh okay. Uh, it would be on his Divine Cosmos YouTube station, I think. So there's no summary anywhere about what's his latest Not, message. It, no, I, and I no, and I didn't even think to go over and see if he's doing anything on Divine Conscious. Uh, what is that? Is it Divine Conscious? Divine Cosmos. Cosmos. Thank you. DivineCosmos.com. dot com. I haven't even been over there in a year, I bet, to see what he might be writing. I've been busy. I've been doing the Russian thing. Mm. And having floods, and then there's you know pandemics and stuff. Um, yeah, I got the Russian. I put it up on. Uh, okay, this it's not Amazon, although it will get, eventually get to Amazon. But it's a co- publishing company called Book Book Baby, and you'd have to pay for it. Okay, you, I mean you have to pay if you go with Amazon, but you don't have to pay for the ISPN number, and you don't have to pay for. Um, what was the other big thing? Oh, if you want, Amazon is just—it's not—it's not doesn't cost you anything to get it up there. But this other one did. But Amazon wouldn't publish Russian language books from an author. You had to go through another company. Like it'll get up through Baby Book Baby, but I couldn't do it directly. It's very strange. Um. So anyway, uh, I. So it's up there. And I have an order to go to the store with Derek. So anybody that happens to be, you know, no Russian and wants to read it in the Russian, um, it will be in the uh, Derek's uh, stores. And you can find that through uh, CosmicReality.com. Just go to the Books books and Blogs tab and you'll find it. Um, And it'll be up there in a couple of weeks, so... But my God, that I, I don't even know. See, it's all in a foreign language. I don't even know what the letters mean. And I thought I had the finished copy, you know. And so I'm getting it all ready to go, be, go, you know, make sure it's ready and stuff. And then I discovered, no, this isn't the last one or it can't be because, oh, my God. And then I, I'd put it up and a picture would be weird. I'd fix a picture. I'd go back in it. There's something else weird. I mean, it was like making me crazy. 
But I was just, I, I've gotten to the point where I go, all, yeah, all timing, it's all in the timing. You know, I don't know what the delay was on getting this Russian thing done, but it's all in the timing. So that's that's what I was doing. But why was why did I tell you that? Because I oh, because I don't have time to listen to David Wilcock. <laughs> oh, even if he's got Brinkley on. So well, maybe I'll have to listen. Dolly, why don't you listen to it and then you can tell me. Four hours. <laughs> well, the question the question that I would ask is: It four hours of actual solid content? message you want to hear or is it four hours of him fanning his ego explaining how fantastic he is how his latest book has been in the new york times number one spot for the last 52 weeks and stuff like that i mean that's you know what is it four hours of what that would be my question but that's just me i'm crazy that way <laughs> i don't think Walt cares for David. <laughs> he likes his information, but David is a little bit self-centered. Yes, he is. He's nothing like I am, or Walt, <laughs> or me. Well, you know what? You have, to, you have to. I have to say this in favor of Nancy. She knows how to apologize, and she's she's man enough to admit when she's wrong. Not everybody's like that. Woman enough. <laughs> Well, I was I was wrong about the them sh showing the uh, you know the space the secret space program. I really thought that that you know I I didn't think it would be John, but I did think that it was going to be the you know they were going to display because they were doing this they were going to fly over fly over fly over oh this is funny Walt so they're going to fly over and and, and he Who kept said making, that? president he kept talking about the flyover oh. at Rushmore. And then there was this ET situation here, right off the, right two miles south of me, and it was absolutely this big white light. Did I tell you about this last week? It was this big white light had these little five lights around it, and the five lights just sort of popped, you know, all of a sudden on, and then they sat there for a little bit, they moved a little bit, and then they went boom, two, 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 out, and it forced me into a spontaneous remote look at it, and it was. The big aircraft carrier, you know, I mean, spacecraft carrier, it's huge, huge, it's like a mile. And all these little other lights were the afterburners of these spacecraft that look mm. sort of like space, like a jet plane, but they're really... And you saw these outside during the nighttime? I saw it when I looked at, the, I, I was looking at a YouTube, I saw the uh, video of it. Uh, I didn't okay. see it. I didn't physically. I can't see the sky for the trees in this yard. Um, but as soon as I looked at it, I said, "Oh, oh, Kate, okay. they're they're demonstrating," you know. And so, you know, the egotistical person that I am, I figured, well, if they're doing it two miles away from me, it must be a message to me. <laughs> oh, you, you're going to show yourself, you know. So, you know, I tell everybody, you know, I'm on other radio shows, I tell everybody, yeah, 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 this is going to happen. And Michael Henry Dunn got absolutely mad at me for saying it. <laughs> but Why? I, because he couldn't believe it. And, you know, he starts oh. telling me about, well, what about, you know, 3D stuff? And I'm, like, oh. blowing him off, you know, like, oh, well, if you want to play that game, okay, I don't. I want to play Imagination and see what can happen. Because I yeah. have... I have well, with, he doesn't believe in UFOs or anything like that? I don't know, Walt. I didn't want to get into it because all I was doing was planting seeds. 
You know, yeah. think about this. You know, if it if it's a go, then you know, help it go. You know, I mean, if you can't imagine it, it can't happen. So anyway, then Dolly blows the whole thing when she says, "Oh, it's not the president." I said, "Well, then that ain't happening." <laughs> I didn't blow it. He did. <laughs> so, so, so I just you know watch it, and it was it was not spectacular. It was it w- would have been probably more impressive if Dolly and I hadn't gotten so excited about the the, the more than this. Uh, you know, it's not going to be silent well, this time. Well, I, I suspect somebody uh, uh, posted on Facebook a video. Uh, of the and of the time and the hours coming up to the event, so they were still setting up. The you see you, you see the the uh, fencing, uh, you know, cordoning off the area where the event is going to happen. So no, nobody can approach that. It looks like a big giant driveway coming up to a big screen at the bottom at the end of the driveway. So all of that is being fenced off, and people are actually standing outside looking at you know, all the arrangements and all the movement on the other side of the fence. And whoever's filming this at one point uh, pans up, looking at the sky, and those were the most unnatural-looking clouds I've ever seen. They just look like somebody covered, uh, imagine the, sur- uh, the, su- the surface of a table covered in cotton balls. Where, That's what it looked like. Where it, are you talking this was? Right, on Mount Rushmore. Oh, the, the, after, okay. the afternoon when they were setting up for the for the event that night. Oh. So the, the the entire sky, it looked like imagine a table covered in cotton balls. Same oh, wow. structure, same textures, and I and I thought this has got to be the most unnatural cloud formations I've ever seen. So my thinking is since that flying platform is concealed with fake, you know, cloud cover. They must have been monitoring the situation there for security reasons, because that's what Utsava keeps saying: is that the Patriot, she calls them Patriot aliens. They're with him all the time, protecting and monitoring and looking at the stuff. So that's what that sky made me look like. I, it's the was the weird, it was the most unnatural looking sky ever. It was like somebody painted it, not natural cloud formations. Okay, what I did was I posted the say what poster for last Saturday's show because it's got pictures of Rushmore and one of those pictures is that cloud formation okay see so, that okay but the weird thing is Walt is that I saw the same thing you saw the woman with a uh, uh, telephone you know putting oh. it live someplace so I was looking for that picture but I decided to check Google to see if there was, and all I put in was cloud formation over uh, Rushmore. That is a an, another picture that happened on another day. So apparently, those cloud formations do happen in that area. Mm, but that's I, weird. I well, we don't know what else might be happening in in you know in the South Dakota, you know, Black Mountain area. You know, mm. this could in fact be you know a kind of you know. I don't know, but they are. The only two times I've seen that, I saw another picture once, but I can't tell you what it was. You know, it was the picture of the clouds. It might have been the same picture, like at Rushmore, that I just posted up there. 
But, uh, yeah, that was interesting. And she's going, is this a storm upon us? <laughs> Which is something Q says all the time, storms upon us. Yeah. Well, I've seen right by Venice, <clears throat> when we lived over at Venice, between Venice and Port Charlotte, we were going toward Port Charlotte. I looked up in the sky. It was a funky-looking sky to start with. We had sun in one area and cloud in another area and pure white. And the pure white was like a round spaceship, perfectly humongous round spaceship. And I looked up and I said something to Annette and she said, oh, you and your woo-woo stuff. She would she wouldn't even look at it. And I don't know how she missed it. She had to work hard at it. And um it had it was white clouds, but they were different type of clouds. And they even went up and around the round the round part where it curves to, from the top to the bottom. But I never had anybody to share it with until now. Thanks for letting me share. <laughs> well, that sounds like cloud cover. Somebody, and I don't remember who it is, but it was somebody that I respected enough to remember what they said. <laughs> Maybe not who they were. Said that if you um, were to take a camera with UV capability in it to take pictures in the UV spectrum, or was it the IR? Maybe it's the IR. One of those. At cloud formations, you'd often see spacecraft. But we don't see them with our naked eye because we're looking at the, the field that they're trying to put. You know, we're seeing the clouds. We're not seeing the fact that behind the clouds is something else. Yeah, that's, uh, you're talking about, you know, it sounds like you're talking about the work of Trevor James Constable, this oh, gentleman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Australian. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. He's got a, for, for those that are interested, he's the one who wrote that book, The Cosmic Pulse of Life. I saw that they do have some copies on Amazon. That is one great book because it's like chock full of pictures that he took. And he, it, it was very interesting that uh, in the book he describes that when he would show the pictures to regular people, everybody was like fascinated and interested and they were excited about the photos. If he showed it to, uh, uh, for example, religious characters like a priest or, uh, or when he had a chance to meet with military, they were like opposed to the pictures. Like they were kind of acting like uh, repelled by the images. So he, he started wondering, you know, what the hell is going on? Why are they acting this way? And I guess he, at the time that he was showing these photos, he didn't realize all the hidden agendas of the cabal. You know, they, this is kind of information they don't want you to know about. So they're going to be opposed to you taking these photos and showing them to people. And they don't want to really kill you. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop showing these images. Okay, I so... Saw, I saw... I know why, well, I I think I, why the, remember the Pope was, was in a video where he he was out on the balcony and he turned around to walk in and he disappeared? Anyone? Remember? Yeah, we, co- we, covered, we covered that on this show. 
Okay. Well, I got a list from my uh, Aussie friend Mary today. It's a video of updated arrests and executions. And one of the executions was, oh, Mr. Poopy Butt, uh, Pope, the Pope. And I was thinking immediately. Did you just call the Pope Poopy Butt? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, dear. Okay, <laughs> <That's>, sorry. <laughs> that's Going to I mute myself. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so on the... On the video, they, they're running this list of people who, who they're saying have, uh, been to the, tr- the trial stuff and they've been, um, arrested, uh, and put in jail. They've been arrested and put on house arrest. Um, Fauci has been arrested, but, He's let to go free in order to supposedly help Trump. I don't know how the hell he's helping Trump with what he's saying. But anyway, I saw Popey's name there, arrested and executed. And I remembered that picture that we had been talking about and looking at. And I wondered if they showed Poopy, uh the Pope, if they showed him in that video disappearing to let some people realize, yep, he's gone, folks. So it kind of excited me. I I've been, was yeah, yeah, I've been wondering about some of the things. That, okay, you know, let, let, let's just look at it. We get these clues, you know, like the Pope disappearing. Well, that seems yeah. like somebody really screwed up. You know, or somebody set us up. Yeah. Just like yeah. you're you're indicating. And I've been watching this happen pretty regularly. Like, for instance, these lists of people being, you know, tried and executed. Mm-hmm. Now, honestly, does this does this feel right to you? Just sit back and and feel it. Does that feel right? Yes, this is true, or no, it's not. How do you feel? Jeez. I feel no, it's not. Okay. Um, now, but why would they be putting this out there? Again, it's a programming thing. You know, it's like, first off, it could be so that we sound like we're really insane, or it's to program people. They are going to be arrested. They are going to be tried. They are going to be executed. But I don't think it's going to do the white hats very much as far as good press to say, yeah, we killed them all, and we're supposed to trust you. That's not that's not what I see. I see a world where it's based on, you know, justice, true justice, that is seen by everybody. What's the point of killing these people and then saying we killed them? You think that you got because you 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 know filmed the video of the trial and all of the evidence? You think that the people are going to believe that? You know, you're asking for a lot of real doubt. And um, so I don't feel that any of that's true. I think it has been, you know, put out there for either to make us sound like we're nutty as can be or more likely to help program. You know, disinformation is sometimes necessary. 
just for the programming. But anyway, I got Interesting. thinking. Yeah, I got thinking about that kind of a concept. You know, who's playing who at this point in the game, and so I I I wondered. You know, well, see, I I've got I've got to get I can't, I've got to go back. I got to get this chat off of my screen as soon as it moves or does something. It, I can't think. <laughs> okay, okay. So I was thinking about. Um, oh gee, I don't know what I was thinking about. I was thinking about how we're being con, could be being conned, and um, and I had a really good point, but I forgot it, Dolly. <laughs> oh well, let me give you my opinion. Maybe you'll think. All right, about okay, it. yeah, you do that. Um, I personally would like to believe it. I really would like to believe it, but I haven't gotten any proof. And you know, I have to have at least three proofs before I'll believe. So I haven't got any proofs yet, just just people saying that it's happened. And uh, so I'm just sitting back reading the names, and a lot of them I don't even recognize who they are. But I'm thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind if this happened. It would excite me because these ones... Uh, that they said were executed were really bad people who did really bad shit to other people. So I wouldn't mind seeing them disappeared. But I just have to sit back and, and get a little excited and try to think now uh, some of them some I just um, have to sit back and wait until there's proof. So that's what I think of the lists. Well, I got to the point of thinking about the soup, the sp- secret space program, and I started to, you know, is this is this just a drama thing too? I mean, am I being led down a storyline that doesn't really exist? So I asked Ani Abadisi, and she said, no, it, it exists. <laughs> and she's going to come on Wednesday, and she went and talked to the, you know, ETs that she talks to and stuff, and I'm hoping that she this time tells us the stories. <laughs> what what exists? What what'd she say is real? The super The secret space program. Oh, the secret space program. I mean, everybody knows that it happened, but see, I get with... with uh, Michael Henry Dunn, and he's like, <laughs> you know, he wants to believe, but he doesn't yet, you know. But he 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 believed nine eleven for years. It took you know an act of God before he realized, woke up to that lie, you know. So it, it's like, and, and I look at it, there's so many people out there. I've been we had a conversation on the Shanghai show that was interesting because I'm really beginning to see. That we've got, we, it's a, it's obvious that there's two realities. I mean, I listen to to some of the things that the Democrats say, and I'm like, are you people even alive? I mean, some of the things they're saying is just outright stupid. Some and, of them supposedly aren't alive. <laughs> aren't alive. I had to throw that. <laughs> you know, and and then I'll listen to. Um, you know, all sorts of different types of people who, <clears throat> again, are 
they're not making any sense. This this doesn't make any sense, you know. So I've been watching this, and then we have, you know, the the people in the streets that are doing. They're not protesting. They're they're having a tenter, temper tantrum. And you know, you're going like, okay, so what is this temper tantrum about? And I, you know, I, I if if I was a betting person, I would suggest that these people have been so controlled by the the AI, the biological AI, that they're being programmed to go out there and do that. You have to have a certain type of person to begin with. But a lot of these people, when they get out there, their anger, their their they don't even they don't even make any sense. Hey, take take a billion dollars away from the New York Police Department. Okay, and we'll be satisfied. We'll go home. So they take away a billion. No, it's not enough. We don't like that. More, more, more. I mean, it's like, and to what, why are we doing this? Because, my God, in, in Chicago and in New York, they broke records of how many people died. I mean, this last weekend, it was five children. It was awful. You know, and, and the... Uh, press secretary, uh, what's her name, Kylie? Uh, uh, she's a cutie. Oh, she's a good one. Yeah, uh, and and she got out there, McIntyre. I don't know. I, you know, I'm bad with names. But McIntyre, Mac, like McIntyre. No, not McIntyre, but something like that. Anyway, McIntyre. McIntyre. It's, it's a weird thing. It's like a goat, ninny. Oh, oh well, it doesn't matter. They know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, she's blonde, she's cute, she's really feisty. And she, at the end of the press briefing the other day, Monday I believe it was, said, you know, I'm really disappointed because none of you, you know, said asked me one question about the murders in the streets, and she really, really went after them. You keep asking me about uh, some tweet that the president made, and, and you know, stuff that was really nothing compared to the loss of these children. And she came out flat out and said, you know, why aren't you asking me those questions? And I love she, how she tells them yeah, off. And I she love it. turns around, gives them a dirty look, and walks off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was today. Are you sure it wasn't today? No. I saw, oh, it, okay. I saw, it, I saw it last night. Oh, well, we've been so busy. I don't know what days are days. What? I don't know. I saw it last night. Okay. So, so, um, so that was the list that you were kept reading to me. Ginsburg was on it. (laughs) I kept reacting. You You know, and and that—that's the other thing—is—is is why are these people Ginsburg? Yeah. If you ever, if you actually look at her life, she's been pretty. You know, I don't think she was a pedophile. Pedophile. Oh no, I looked at her life. She was a pretty nasty ass. Oh, you did. Yes. Well, if you look at the history of her free D self, she's a pretty uh, interesting and inspiring person. I don't know what you're seeing inside her. You know, she might have been doing evil in the in the background. You know, but I never trusted Oprah Oprah Winfrey. Oh. You know, so but Ginsburg, I've never had an opinion one way or the other, except I saw a biography 
um, on her life. And, you know, I'm going like, well, she, she's, she did a lot for women in particular. So I there was stuff in the background, wasn't nice. Oh, but, but, but the, the interesting thing is that, um, when they when the media started talking about the pedophilia and they they would talk about Prince Andrew, right? It would be like, and Prince Andrew, and now it's Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whole change in tone there. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's just astounding, astounding. Walter, you've been silent for a while. Are you still here? Yeah, I'm just listening to what you guys are saying. I, I, while you were talking, I was looking at what Utsava has to say about these lists of people that have been arrested and executed. Oh, oh good. yeah, that'd be nice yeah. to hear. Yeah. Did you find it? <clears throat> yeah. It? Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it since you guys were talking about that subject. Will you read it to us, please? Okay. Uh, this is what this part says. There are lists going around showing the names of people who are arrested, executed, under house arrest, etc. These lists are not 100% accurate. Deep state operatives have infiltrated the movement and provide false information in order to discredit the movement. The latest was that several people, in, in, quote, in parentheses deliberately, misquoted my predictions in order to discredit me. They also misrepresent the charges of these people and spread misinformation in order to confuse people. The goal is to discredit the movement and raise doubt about the arrests. Above is a list of names Q has mentioned. These people are involved in crimes. I am working on my own list. I won't cover everybody, but I will do my best to cover many. Um, I have already here on the Patreon and on video revealed the the faith of many celebrities and politicians going on for the past years. We have talked a lot about Obama, Hillary, Madonna, and Tom Hanks, for instance. Please search on the Patreon or on my YouTube channel for clues as to what has happened to them, at least from my perspective. In a recent Patreon post, I have covered a few more celebrities like Drew Barrymore, for instance. I had stated previously that she has been facing the death penalty, but now things have played out for her that no charges were filed and things were set aside. She is now considered a victim. I did not say that she is guilty of any charges or she's going to get the death penalty, but it was on the table. Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Lady Gaga are all executed in military tribunals. They are all in hell, or what I call a processing machine. Since they were higher up in the Illuminati-type cult, they were also something like high priests or priestesses or similar. This gives them a level of protection from the processing machine. It does not work out 100%, though, and the processing machine is still spinning them around. There is a struggle going on with them between light and darkness, between truth and fiction. They thought that they would get eternal rewards. However, it did not work out for them as anticipated. I had described a similar situation with Tom Hanks. They have been deceived by their own group of people. Isn't there a saying that says the devil is a liar? Ellen DeGeneres, Gail, and Oprah are all under house arrest. While Ellen faces the death penalty, Oprah faces a 30-year prison sentence with six years already served. 
This coincides with a previous prediction of about a year ago, where I had stated that Oprah would be a whistleblower, which gave her leniency. Gail faces a prison sentence. All have trials coming up end of this year and have filmed from home, even though the coronavirus shutdown has been over. The reason why they have been filming from home is because they have been under house arrest. Ellen had an incident where the police officer was accidentally shown in the background. As a cover-up, she has had her staff sitting in the background outside behind glass in an attempt to make it look like her people are doing strange things. On another occasion, her officer was calling in through the ankle bracelet and they had to stop the live show. The plea, the plea agreement is that they have to reveal their situation. For instance, Oprah had spoken a lot first with a painting in the background that displayed a frightened child. She also talked about the human race because she helped trafficking children in order to create a new race as well as for chrome extraction. On other incidents, both have been in video where, where the ankle bracelet, the monitoring device that keeps them out of prison for the time being, was shown. It would have been easy to cover up with wider pants or a skirt, but these were shown over and over in videos and on photos. Oprah conveniently held up a book in a way that reads CIA keys. The CIA was involved in child trafficking, a new race, adrenochrome extraction and experiments. Oprah is a CIA asset, just like Anderson Cooper. Their shows are shut down because their assets are frozen. There is no money to do the shows anymore. Oprah has posted a video call with Gail. With this video call, she gives hint to, the deep, to her deep state allies as to what is going on. Oprah is hoping to get rid of the virus, in quotes, in parentheses, Trump's, as she calls. I'm hoping he will no longer be with us by the end of the year. So she's not talking about a virus. She's talking about Trump. Uh, people are desperate, and all, are, and all they are doing is digging a bigger hole for themselves. They're not talking about a virus being no longer with us. No longer with us means death. This indicates treason. This means murder for hire. They lost power but are delusional. The fight is on. Oprah says she has canceled all plans through 2020. Oprah's story about her dog in quarantine is fake. Remember Comey talked about a dog who has died? This is all about symbolism. It is a person who has died when they mention a dog. The image shows her washing the dog. She is trying to wash off her charges. Says she is concerned to be behind the gates. She makes sure that she states that she will not turn in Bill and Melinda Gates. I believe that Oprah's double speech about the dog in quarantine means that someone who has died dog, has seen something, eye infection, and she's trying to wash off her charges. Why else would she show a picture of her dog she washes? She also talks about wanting to be certain this virus is not among us, in parentheses, Trump. Who has died? The day before, on June 30th, it was announced that Carl Reiner, 98, has died. There are many people who have been executed or at least arrested who could provide information against Oprah. She has stated that she brought the dog to the vet and the vet took the mask off and could have infected the dog with the coronavirus. That is why she is extra careful and puts the dog for 14 days into the quarantine. What I see what has happened is that Reiner was executed as part of a plea deal. He turned in others. 
He told them what he knows or has seen. The entire thing is like an infection, and Trump is responsible. This is why they want to assassinate him. He is like an infectious disease that brings them that brings all of them down. Reiner has received benefits from his testimony so that his family can keep his money and the charges will be kept secret. Now with Maxwell arrested on top of it all, the pressure is on. These people are like in the pressure cooker and Trump has them where he wants them to be. They are revealing more about the things they are really involved in and their fear is a telltale sign. Soon, it is not only 30 years for Oprah, we are talking about how about treasonous intentions. She is involved in a lot more than she's leading on, and her fear is revealing this. Oprah talks about, uh, in, in quotes, 14 days quarantine. The number 14 is used by white supremacists as a shorthand reference to the so-called 14 words, which is the most popular slogan in the world. In quotes, we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children, end quote. It is all about survival. Now the coded message is sent out. Directives are given to assassinate Trump. This will be their only hope. They have people on the inside who can help. Will it work out? No, these people will be caught again and additional charges will be filed. These people fall right for the trap. The pressure cooker effect is happening. Stupid is acting stupid. Remember a recent video I said, bring it on? Charges and arrests are happening fast. Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell was arrested today on charges. She helped lure at least three girls, one as young as 14, to be sexually abused by Epstein, who was accused of victimizing dozens of girls and women over many years. Maxwell is going to be executed. According to the indictment, Maxwell, who lived for years with Epstein and was his frequent companion on trips around the world, facilitated his crimes and on some occasions joined him in sexually abusing the girls. What the official story is not telling you is Maxwell was Epstein's handler. She is a Mossad agent connected with the CIA in a worldwide blackmail operation. They lured high-level high business people, royals, celebrities, etc., to commit criminal acts with children. They then filmed and used to control these people. This um, dovetails something that uh, Wilcock has said in other, this business of um, filming influential people, you know, doing these crimes, and that's what they use to um, force them to do what they want. Bitcoin fell sharply after the Maxwell arrest. Bitcoin became a new tool for the deep state who has seen their assets frozen as a safe haven. Bitcoin can and will be confiscated as the deep state's assets will be taken down. We will see much lower prices for Bitcoin since it is considered a deep state asset and will go down with the deep state. Uh, Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci changes tone and states that the coronavirus will have mutated in a way that might help the pathogen spread more easily. He talks about upcoming 100 new cases a day. Before, he says that there will be no second wave of the coronavirus pandemic. What is going on? We have talked that he works for Trump and has to do things in his favor as part of a plea agreement. Why is he changing his tone now? Think chess play. Think sting operation. The heat is on. Trump is feeling the pressure. The deep state is panicking. With Fauci on their side, supposedly, perhaps they won't realize 
so much who is in control. Let the enemy believe what they want to. Give them a bone. The flu virus cannot spread in summer. The U.S. military has been doing everything they can to stop the virus from spreading further. They put the antidote into chemtrails, for instance. It is important the schools are closed for now since the cabal is planning shooting hoaxes at school. You need Fauci to say the schools should stay closed. Nothing is what it seems. The smoke screen is ongoing. The Joe Biden clone is officially out of the basement. In reality, he has been criminally charged and he has been hiding in a basement. Equals house arrest. The other day, Trump talked about zero when it came to the Biden rally. Since zero showed up. Zero in quotes. We have addressed the word nothing that has been used by Trump a lot. Uh, and then in parentheses it says, the real Biden, Biden has been arrested and executed last year. Close parentheses. In reality, out there in the public is a double or clone for the clone. The clone Joe Biden is considered nothing and the clone for the clone zero. Clones have no souls. There is nobody Trump. There is nobody Trump is really running against. Nothing is really doing on here, and there is nothing to worry about. We have predicted that Trump will run against nothing. Or in other words, the question is if the clones are even out there or, or not by the time of the election, since nothing will be really left of the Democratic Party. Okay, this part I'm not going to read because Nancy is against this. Wait, 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 don't blame things on me. Go ahead, talk about it. <laughs> well, this section, the title is George Floyd. He has oh. been arrested and is now being questioned. In order for a less than person sentence, he will sing like a bird and tell who was behind the plot, in parentheses, Democratic politicians. George Floyd, the one that they said the cop killed? Yep. <laughs> and last but not least, why are arrests not public yet? We have talked about this a lot. Whatever Trump is doing, the deep state is trying to counter. When he appears to be the good guy and helping you, they will send Wi-Fi technology, for instance, mind control to people saying that he's not doing anything for them. Right now, they distract from the fees of the class with the riots. The economy has been doing fantastic, and they are doing everything they can to stall the shutdown in order to sabotage our economy and crash our stock market. Has it worked? The stock market is at a record high as expected and the economy will recover fast. Think sting operations, counterattacks and preparation for people so they can absorb and accept the truth. Well, this is this last sentence is what you guys have been talking about. Preparation for people so they can absorb and accept the truth. Right? That's what you've been talking conditioning. about? Conditioning. Right. You, you used yeah. the word conditioning, Walt, and that's exactly mm -hmm. yeah. what it is. Yeah. So I I think you guys are on the same page. Well, I've noticed trending throughout my radio career where as producer because you'll have hosts that aren't talking to other hosts or listening to their shows, but they start talking about the identical same things. And we just had the Shungite show, the uh, a, a call to actions show, and now this one talking about three subjects that were brought up on on the other shows. So it's all, it's all, I mean, it, it's like it's, it's, it's becoming so predominant, the 
understanding of the deep state and you know the fact that Trump is is who he is not who they think he is the whole Q phenomena you know all of the fact that JFK Jr. is probably alive there's a lot more indication that he is than he isn't so when you have all of this information that is now being at least presented to minds that prior to the pandemic and the close down of the world didn't have time to even consider going someplace that they might hear it. But when things got cloudier and cloudier and we didn't know who was telling us the truth, put the masks on, take the masks off, you know, they did respirators, no respirators, viruses don't live, they're not going to die. I mean, all of this stuff coming at us, they they reached out for other alternative ways of, of trying to find the truth. And I think a great number of people have come into the alternative realm just searching for the truth. So when you've got that many people looking at a new reality, you know, understanding the matrix and the and the and the fact that oh the Terminator may not have just been a movie, it might have been programming me to accept transhumanism. Oh my god, you know, all this stuff happening. That's affected the the collective consciousness. And like a yeah, snowball. Well, and, and for example, um, getting people used to digging a little further, because for example, today I was listening to one of uh, Larry's and Anelia's podcasts that they that they do once a week. You know, driving to the resin, and they discuss you know metaphysical things and what's happening in the reality and the reality splits. And for example, Larry was commenting how easily the media manipulates information to say what they want, and all it takes is for you to do a little bit of digging and you'll be able to get to the truth. So, for example, he quotes uh, an article on the paper about a, a hospital that appears to be local to, because they live in the state of Washington. So they're saying how this hospital is completely overwhelmed and overrun with patients, and the, the, the hospital employees can hardly keep up, you know, making it sound like, they're buried on their bodies, you know, from, and here's the, the real story. The hospital has 200 beds out of 200 beds. There are only 40 patients, but here's the thing. They let, they uh, laid off most of the employees. So there's only a handful of skeleton crew. Well, can you imagine having five people take care of 40 patients? They're going to be overwhelmed. Like it's the end of the world. That's an, an insane thing to expect. Well, this is what we're reporting. They're overwhelmed. They can't, they're going to cave in under the pressure of having so many patients. Well, yes, because you created such a situation. You have a, a handful of people, you know, taking care of 40 patients is really too much. Bring back all your employees. So he says, all you have to do is just, you know, dig a little further, find out what's really happening, and, and you'll see the truth. No, the hospital has not been overrun with patients. There's only 40 people in a in a hospital with capacity for 200. The problem is you don't have enough people. So they're, they're, every bit of information is being twisted, you know, to suit what they want to say or what they want to convince you of. <laughs> now, and before people had to stop and get locked up in their houses – they only had time to hear what was being presented on the mass media. But now the ability to be able to 
to take that extra step to check into it further you know to listen to people like Anelia and a lot of other people that said I wonder and go down to the hospital and find out that the very hospitals that were supposed to be in such dire need they had nurses and and attendants outside the hospital just you know hanging out because they had nothing to do that was before they started letting them all go so you know <laughs> it, it it's like it's a matter of Again, stopping the world, you know, just stop for a minute. Have the time to look at the other thing. And this, to me, I keep going back to it, is that the stoppage of this world, for whatever reason that they gave us, the pandemic, okay, um, that's making all the difference. But to have gotten to the point that we could stop the world took a vast amount of changing within the human collective species, we have done some amazing things in a very short period of time. And that's, you know, including the Shungite experience and the fact that, hey, listen, it was February 21st when that blue plasma ball of energy hit the Shungite field. February, March, April, May, June. It seems like it was just the other day, but it was, you know, we've been progressing and how are we progressing? We're not in the same world. Was it the Hopi's, you know, Blue Kachina, the marker between the end of the fourth world and the beginning of the fifth world? I would say absolutely, because we're certainly not the same place we were before. And you know what? I promised that I would play this song for Dolly. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, July 7th, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. Um... So did you enjoy Thank it? you. Okay. I loved it. I just had to sing with it that one time. I, oh, I love that song. Thank you, thank you. Hmm. I'm a happy kid. This, the story behind that song is that um, a while back, there was a, a radio in Europe. There was a whole series of radio stations that started simultaneously playing that song. And when you looked at the clock and you added up the numerology, it turned out to be a 17. And it was associated with Q. <laughs> so I just kind of like said, I think I'll capture that song. That's why you hear me play it periodically. More so than others, I do. Uh, I do like it. Anyway, it, and the song is "You'll Never Walk Alone," okay, by Jerry and the something or other. Wait a minute, pacemakers. Pace Pacemaker says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When okay. I'm home alone, I really bellow that out. Yeah. I like. I like that song. <laughs> okay, so, um, gee, Walt. Do you, Dolly, do you want to say any more on the subjects, or Walt, either one of you? You know, where, where you want to go now? How can we change to a nicer reality? <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to go in it, Walt? What okay. do you see in it? Well, I would like a reality where competition is replaced with collaboration, because that's the way that um, nature works. A lot of people say, no, no, nature doesn't work that way. It's all about, you know, dog eat dog. Well, no, not really. If you pay attention, 
it's, if it were that way, there would be no animals left. Nature works based on collaboration. All the life forms help each other. Not this agenda of competition is implanted on everyone. It's the old reality because competition is how you make your money while you keep the numbers down. But that was that's my number one element in the, my in the new reality. You know, collaboration. There's every there's no need to have this mindset of this team against this team where somebody has to lose. Well, that's the way it is. No, that's not the way it is. You know, there's no need for someone having to lose so that somebody can win. Everybody can win. If that if the nature worked that way, there'd be no nature left. Let's put it that way. But that's maybe that's me. I'm crazy that way. <laughs> Well, Walt, I've actually been pondering this concept of creating a new political party. And I've decided to name it the Patriot Party. Okay? And what it is, is that there is no organization. You follow individuals who you admire, who you believe are working for you. You don't blindly follow a party of any sort. You listen to information and you know assume it's probably correct but check it <laughs> continually always double check yes double check it you know and that you uh, make sure that you have a a weapon somewhere in your home simply because that's the second amendment and the key to the 3d party is the protection of the republic bringing it back and protecting it because of all the known concepts and governance the one that they drew up 1776 you know is the one that seems to have been the one that was more practical more truthful more honest to the path of spirituality the people that put that together were very spiritual individuals in many ways so you know that's that's a given that you got to be you got to have at the 3D level until we can get over this concept of evil and bad and all this stuff. But there is a transitional thing, and I'm serious about this party. And the the main way that it works, okay, is to if somebody asks you who you support, you won't answer them. You don't give them. Or you can even say somebody that you're not going to support. As a matter of fact, if they say to me, you know, who do you, who do you want to vote for? I'd say Biden. Right? Now, why? Because everybody gets these polls that Biden is winning. And in fact, the anybody that happens to really be a, a Q follower is going to lie to you. Not because they probably understand why they don't want to tell the truth, why they kind of want to stay in the background. But it goes back to that concept that you've talked about Walt how in the Fatima you use the Fatima as being the example of it how the secrets of the Fatima that were given to the children of Fatima by supposedly the Virgin Mary have been kept secret because if you let people know then people would say no I don't want that to happen exactly can you expound on that a little bit well, no, before that, I wanted to say that um, 
when you're de describing your concept for this new party, it sounds like you were channeling Spain in the Second World War. <laughs> My father's the one who told me the story. That's why when the when the uh, Germans came into Spain, they got their asses given to them in a silver platter because they, they could not make any headway with the um, Spanish guerrilla because they did exactly what you described. Whereas the uh, German forces were a single, you know, single mindset, very cohesive, very well organized. The Spanish were all the opposite. First off, um, Spain is well known because it's a difficult terrain. It's very mountainous. You have valleys all over the place, valleys separated by the mountains. Uh, that's why uh, they've, over the centuries, the different regions have different languages because they're almost like many countries unto themselves because they're, all these valleys are separated by mountain ranges. So the Spanish forces use this to their advantage because they're in their home front. They know their stuff. The Germans are just invading. Um, the, the Spanish did not have a single leader. You would have a group. It, it could be the group could be anything. Three guys, five guys, ten guys. And they... And they didn't, they, many of them did not have someone giving orders. They just knew what had to be done and they would go ahead and do it. They would do the best. And they did it. They were able to push back the Germans because the, remember the, uh, I, I always quote Wilhelm Reich when he said, if you want to kill the spirit of anything, organize it. That's what these guys did. They had no organization. Each one of them knew what had to be done and they did the best. But they knew it had to be done, and, and they were successful. They didn't have one guy yelling orders. Oh, you go here and do this. Oh, you go here, and then you men go. No, no. Each one knew what to do, and they went and did it. <laughs> well, you, when you think, you know, you started earlier talking about nature, and if you think about uh, the the old barn uh, storming, where, where they would help the neighbor put up their barn. Remember that when you know, they used to uh -huh. do this. And it wasn't like somebody, I've never seen a, you know, it, it being demonstrated like, you know, this person is telling you, they all knew how to put it together. And they mm -hmm. did it as a group. There was no foreman. It's like, exactly. okay, now we gotta do this and we gotta do this and we gotta do this. And they did it as a group. There was no organization. There was no foreman because they knew what to do. And I'm, I'm really getting more confident as we go down this road that this, you know, Patriot Party that I'm talking about is actually a real force that is manifesting in an awful lot of people. It's the same thing that happened when Trump was elected in 16. You know, these people, the polls all said he was going to lose, right? Because the people that are this, this what I'm terming the Patriot Party, are just individuals who are coming into their own power. They don't have to be part of this or that or this. And they're not the type that get organized. These are the the open spirit, the individuals that, you know, are continually the real mm, movement in any kind of, of a, a reality. You know, they're the ones that are actually creating the reality. And once you get their attention, which has been gotten now, I think you're going to see these people begin to see a different reality. 
They're going to believe in John John coming back. He'll be here. They're going to believe in the space, you know, secret space program. It's going to be here. I just I just feel it. It's a, it's a feeling I'm getting. Well, one of the things, I, even though I don't have television service, just from reading articles and posts, more something else is creeping into the collective consciousness. More and more, people bring up the subject that they don't want to go back to the way it was, of having to work for a job 80 hours a week. You know, people putting, putting posts like, you're supposed to work until life expectancy is so many years, and you're supposed to work until you're how old? So you got what, 10 years, 11 years left to enjoy whatever's left of life. So they're saying, no, stop. Enjoy life now. Don't waste. Don't wait <clears throat> until you're supposed to retire. So that's, they're reacting. You know, they're, they're reacting. They're, for the first time, they're seeing what used to be everyday reality with new eyes. Because every, before this whole pandemic stuff, Everybody just accept the things. It's normal. Oh, it's normal to work 80-hour weeks if you want to have what you want. Oh, it's normal to be a slave to this. It's normal to be a, Everything was normal. Everything was acceptable. And remember, I kept saying, no, we're living in an uncivilization because this is the most uncivilized way to live. And people are starting to look back and say, wait, we used to do that. We used to work eight-hour weeks. Or what? And then the IRS takes half of it? I mean, what kind of living is that? This, they're starting to see things with fresh eyes because all it is is a change of focus and a change of attitude. I, I always, you know, keep making that quote from the from Buddhism. You know, attitude is the short deliverance of the mind. You make that adjustment and you get to see things uh, differently. And it's it's happening more and more. People are, are questioning why. Why do I need to work eight-hour weeks to achieve what? I mean, what do I really need? What justifies, you know, sacrificing so many hours of my life when I didn't? I never did eighty-hour weeks, but I did have to work lots of overtime, and I hated my life because what happens is I would see. Uh, the only one, since my mom had to, st uh, even though she did work, she had to had the chance to spend more time at home. And like, for example, when the cats were growing up, I hated that I didn't have the chance to spend more time with them. You know, you, you like playing them when they're they're little kids and they like, you know, all day long they want to they want to play as opposed to napping all day long. And I missed so much of it because it was work, work, work. It was just, I mean, there were, there were days that I, I literally wondered, you know, how would it, what would it be like if I got to spend all week at home? Because I was, it was so, uh, toward the end, this company was horrible. I mean, they were asking people to do 10 hour days plus eight hours on Saturday plus six hours on Sunday. That's how it was. Absolutely horrible. It was just, you know, just work, work, work. And it's, like for the times that I had to go on a Saturday and the, and the alarm bell would ring at 5 a.m., I was just cursing out loud because they they forced you to go and then it was all manipulation and it was just uh, because they kept laying people off. So whoever's left has to do tons of overtime to make up for the difference. And because they wouldn't all, lay them off until Friday at 5 o'clock. Exactly. So uh, you look back at that old reality and, hell, I don't, I don't 
don't want to go back to that. <laughs> Who was that? That's hell on earth. So, see, that's another plank in the Patriot Party. You know, you, you, you don't you do not do that. <laughs> what are you going to replace it with, Walt? Well, first off, uh, one of the things I realized even in my own work, and it's, this is not even my idea, it was the first time person I heard talking about this <clears throat> is Drumbalo Melchizedek, something that he, he did in his own life, and it was, I don't know if he's still doing it, but he found, for example, if he worked four hours every day, you know, good whole, you know, good work put in the put in the time to do. It could be hard work. It could be um, not so physical work. It could be just four solid hours, and you focus that on work. He could have the rest of the day for himself to do whatever he wanted to do. And I didn't. I wasn't looking for that, but with my work with the the stuff that I make, uh, that has been working for me. And I, I, I wasn't even noticing that it was happening. If all I need is four hours a day, solid hours where I don't get interrupted and I can just focus on the work and I get the items done in the job queue. I thought that I had to, I was thinking like in the old reality, Oh, I have to put in eight hours a day so I can get this done and I can have the orders fulfilled. And, and I realized I didn't have to. In fact, Putting more hours is counterproductive because your focus is off, your energy is off, and nothing gets done. If I put four solid hours every day, and sometimes it's every other day, depending on what has to be made, and I have it gives me the time to take care of other things. But the reason that you can do it in four hours is because you have focused the fact that I can do all of what I need to do in any given day in four hours, and that has become your reality because Correct. time does not exist as a relationship of place and space. And so you're saying that instead of taking eight hours to get from start of the day to when I finish everything, I'm going to get start of the day in four hours, and everything is going to be in there. It's just a matter of, of manifesting a control over time. Correct, and it's also if you if you accept, oh, you need eight hours to get anything. Well, you're accepting somebody else's rule of reality. Is that your is that your reality, the one you want? That's right. that takes a uh, that's but another. You've got that time machine. <laughs> Everybody's got the that. time machine. <laughs> well, that's why Nancy was getting disjointed when she first got it. That she would feel weird, some the way time was flying for her. She didn't realize the thing is sitting there in her house. <laughs> she thought that I wasn't doing anything, and then she's saying, "Yeah, I had this experience, and all of a sudden, time felt like this, and then all of a sudden, and I'm thinking, did she forget that I shipped her that thing?" <laughs> I just left her alone. <laughs> what 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 one what one was that? Because the negentrope, the negentrope. Uh, I, I noticed shortly after you got it, uh, you were telling me all of these experiences that you had with time, that all of a sudden the time was off and it was feeling... See, you talk, you give things to names and I don't, the names I don't, it doesn't stick with me. But you're absolutely correct. It was some kind of device that I said, okay, so what am I supposed to do with it? And they told me I had to put it in the bedroom on where I had all those crystals piled up making a computer of some sort, unbeknownst to me. But I had to put it in there. 
And by the time I got there, I was like, holy crap. It, you know, I was I was very disoriented physically, but I wasn't falling over or anything. It was just like my reality had changed so drastically that it, the only reason that I even came out of it was because I heard this weird noise. And I'm going, what's that noise? And I started focusing on it until I realized it was the air conditioner. And boom, that that acted like an anchor to get me back to the 3D reality that, <laughs> that I had started out in, you know? Yep. But, uh, yes, but uh, what, I mean, I some of your devices have been very dangerous, actually. <laughs> well, the beauty of it, since, since it's, uh, it's your consciousness, your consciousness is the captain of the whole thing, you step in and out of your temporal bubble as, as often as you want. And you, and you mold it like silly putty. It's not fixed. You know that because that's the beauty of the Shanghai. It follows your instructions. Therefore, it'll make things flow the way you want them. So, We were talking about the, um, about the Shanghai gin. You know, I told you that I was out in there and for some reason was... Oh, I, you know what I was doing was I was trying to look to see if the... Shanghai, I'm doing this remote etheric, for those that don't know who I am. Um, so I was out there trying to find out if that plasma ball had left any indication in the 3D um, of its existence. Because I kind of feel like there might be something like a Moldavite reaction. You know, whatever hit Czechoslovakia merged with what was on the ground to create the Moldavite. And so I was kind of looking around, and that's when I <laughs> met this little gin. And I mean little gin, like, you know, really, really little, like, you know, the size of a nugget type of gin. And um, so I said something to the gin, and actually there was three of them when I noticed them. And I said something to them, and they were like, oh, oh, oh you can see us, oh, oh, you know. And they called for this bigger gin, a taller gin. He's about a foot tall. And that's the guy that was telling me about, you know, being gin. And um, so then we're, and we're talking about this. And so then I, I said, I, I had asked, you know, do, is this where, is it only, you're only here with the Shungite field? And that, yes, they're identified with the Shungite field. But that every piece of Shungite is, um, is a potential place for a you know for one of these little gin to go to, and so we were talking about how that was interesting. And then I remembered the pile of shungite I have out in the the catio with cats that they're always on top of, and so I kind of like you know remotely looked at that at the littler level to see the gin, and they 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 are absolutely yes they're there absolutely quite a few of them. But they absolutely love the cats because they crawl all over the cats. And maybe that's why my cats don't have any fleas. Oh, nice. I wonder That would I mean, make sense. The dog has fleas, the the you know, the front 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 of the house cat has fleas, you know, and yet they go in and out. I mean, yes, there's a a fence up to keep them in, but I don't think that would keep out fleas if fleas wanted to get in there. <laughs> but they don't have any fleas. So, but the, the yes. So, uh, people, if if you you know if you want to go to where we go with this show, especially, 
um, you can take any piece of shungite and use it like a like the lantern thing, you know, where you rub the lantern and you say, Jeannie, come out of the lantern, and just do it, and, you know, you will at least etherically know that there's a little gin there. Um, and if you really want to get... See, the gin, they're etheric beings, but they can vibrate at the third dimension. That's why gin have been, you know, drawn, and, and people see them all the time, because they can actually manifest as a 3D image. And so, you know, if you really want to go to the far side of of the rabbit well, hole. Yeah, the other thing that makes sense is that with their ability to do the the shifting, it's obvious that they can occupy the empty space inside Shanghai. Because solid matter is only it's it's only like ten percent actual matter, ninety percent of it is empty space because it's the space between the molecules and the atoms. And in the case of the Shanghai, since the molecules are so huge, have you ever noticed how the weight of Shanghai is not the same as um, uh, uh, rock coal? You know, the the not I'm not talking about coal as in burnt wood coal. The actual mineral rock, the one that's taken from rock, it's very heavy. But Shanghai is very light when you compare them. And I think it's because the intermolecular, interatomic space in Shanghai must be huge, given the size of those, you know, uh, fullerenes. When you compare the size of a fullerene to the size of, for example, a molecule of diamond is four atoms in a molecule of diamond because it's a tetrahedron, a four-sided pyramid. I mean, a three-sided pyramid. Uh, when you compare that molecule to a fullerene, it's like comparing the size of the Earth to the size of the Sun. It's, it's the difference is gigantic. So I think the interatomic space in uh, in Shanghai must be huge. Well, that's uh, they, that's why we've seen the compression happen with the Shanghai. You remember the big the big pendant that I had that there's a photograph of me someplace. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, where, yeah. Where it was huge. What happened was that we we I got this huge shipment of large amounts of shungite rock, um, and that was to protect the supply because by then I knew that we could go on for you know probably 20 years of the powder from this stuff. So you know that's why I brought it in in case we lost the ability to get to the mine. I'm a little paranoid. So, anyway, I've got this this first rock I pull out. looks just like a huge pendant, perfectly. And I had this uh, quarter, yeah, it was a quarter-inch tubing, copper tubing, that I had for, I can't even remember why I was had it, but I had it. So we wrapped it in this tubing and then, you know, hung it on our necks, and it was, you know, <laughs> pretty, took a picture of it. But I hung it up. And one day, not very long after that, I I had people, actually some of the same people were in the house, and I came out and I looked at it and I said, whoa, what happened to that? And you could see, we took pictures, we compared the pictures. It had shrunk. The pendant <laughs> inside the copper had shrunk. And we had seen this happen with just wrapped pendants, you know, not one of these big ones, but the ones like we sell. We'd seen that happen before. And so when I asked about it, they said compression. 
So if you if you're talking in terms of what you're just describing, that there's a lot of space at the molecular level in shungite compared to other things. That's why it can compress so so that you visually can see it, measure it. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and that's also what may be the uh, because we know that the energy changes in the elite, and that is much more compressed. The elite is. That's why it, it's uh, it's not compared to regular Shanghai. It's not that energetic. The field that cannot project out that well because it's so highly compressed. Exactly, you don't get the same energy signature at all. No. Yeah, that, that's why I, uh, when people ask me what is it good for, I I only have the one answer. It's great for making powder because when you make powder, you know you will have a very high percentage of fullerenes in that. So you have very powerful, you know, powder. So. Yep, 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 yep. And don't use it in your water, please. It splinters. <laughs> and you remember a while back when somebody reported that their water smelt like turpentine when they put the nuggets in their water and it turned out they were using what they thought was elite and it could have very well been coal? Oh, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, it was on Facebook because at first it confounded me, and then I realized, no, if they had any kind of coal in there, it probably would have had a, you know, petroleum type of smell. Hey, we have a question in the chat room. Are you ready for it? Sure. Okay, let me get up there. Hold on. It's from Time. She's with us tonight. Hi, Time. Um, Nancy, do you accept everyone in America as being Americans? Are they all the people that you want to have better lives? Or does your party see some as being in and others as being out? What are some of the policies your party would possess? (laughs) She's really into your party. (laughs) Good, because those are the questions that should be asked. Um, First off, I believe that what they wrote in the Declaration of Independence is absolutely from a spiritual source for a lot of reasons. And all men are created equal, being the cornerstone to everything. So, yes, there's going to be people that are by learning nature and advancement patriot in the patriot party simply because they're fitting the profile of a patriot you know and then you've got these other people that absolutely you know never a trumper type of people right but i don't see them as being lesser than or different than i see them essentially as still children that they are still only seeing a part of reality. Because when, you, you, you know, what, what's the first thing a kid sees when they're, they're an infant and they're just born? What's, what's that thing? What's, they call it a toe. You know, they, 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 they're limited. they can't even see very far. You know, and as they grow, 
their universe grows with them. It gets bigger and bigger, and there's more things that I can do. You know, what do you mean I can ride that bicycle? And you can take the tie, the, the thingies off, and I can ride it myself. Oh, you know, all of these, everything begins to expand. And because of the, I in my my belief is because I was graced with the ability to let's say grow up a little faster because of the path they took me on because of everything in my life that allowed me to grasp information and see information other people didn't that you know yeah I grew up a little faster but my mission or my role is to act like a that good parent you know and like my mom my mom had 10 kids so she could make them feel secure but she couldn't really try to mold their little brains because there was always another one they you know there's no time and there was no dad was always on the road and there wasn't uh the grandparents and all that around us so we were left to basically learn in the learn in the sandpit you know what worked but from my mother's standpoint she's a really good um example of a benevolent parent you know that you she used to say no news is good news because she wouldn't <laughs> want to worry about all these kids all the time and she would always answer your questions if you asked her a question she wouldn't just blow you it didn't matter what the question was mom would give you a, the time one on one to answer that question and so she's like a guide like a you know a, a wise woman and and that's how I see her in my life as a wise woman i'd like to be a wise woman to for all these people out there that who who are in an age in, in their development that all of a sudden they're beginning to see a much bigger picture than they ever even could have imagined and they're scared and so they're acting out like a kid does you know They've either got, you know, a diaper needs changing or they're scared or they're hungry. Maybe they're hungry for knowledge. Maybe they're, we don't know. But, yes. Is this what happens when you are not, instead of being raised by your parents, you're being raised by your cell phone? You mean how they are, that they they haven't been able to... Exactly, because remember in other shows I mentioned right. when restaurants used to be open and I would go, let's say, to a Baker Square and you would see this family, a big party, and you would see 14 people, 15 people from adults, from grandmother, from grandmother, grandfather, all the way down to little kids sitting on booster, booster seats and no one would say a word to anybody because all eyes are tied to this little screen they're holding. Even the baby was being given something electronic to play with. So uh, can we say that these people were raised by their parents or <laughs> a lot of them have been raised well, by you got, electronic you device got, in their hands? you got to understand <laughs> that we didn't even have a television in my family until we were nine years old. We, we, we went to the library every other week. You know, I mean, it, what, it, that was a hand, no. You know, nobody was telling us what to believe or how to think. Not even in the school system. The school system was teaching you the skills to be able to figure things out on your own. Nowadays, you've got schools that are telling you that there's only one answer. Everything is black and white. Everything is, you know, either blue or red. And so. 
from that standpoint, children aren't taught to even even think. And the adults are being programmed in the same way. I mean, now you got all this technology that, you know, people have nervous breakdowns because they don't can't get on their phones. It's absolutely insane. But they're children. You know, they're not opposing adults. Just think of them as children. And don't think of yourself as an adult that's going to tell them how to think. Teach, be a teacher and teach them how to, how to fish instead of just giving them a fish. Teach them how to think. And that's one of the reasons that I have a lot of real, real appreciation for the Q movement. Because it's, it's made reality into a game. It's made people start thinking outside the box about real issues. You know, it's not this made up thing, it's in your phone. This is a, you know, a real, every, every post that Q makes, all of the anons or the people that follow him that make comments, you know, it is causing people to think, to talk, and to make adjustments to the collective consciousness. And it's really, really fascinating to watch. Hello? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was something I was going to ask Walt when he was talking about. Of course. I forgot it. Ask the posse. What were you going to ask? Posse, what was I going to ask Walt? I'm getting nothing. <laughs> they Maybe aren't even watching. here, Walt. What? Maybe they're watching TV. They, they got bored with our show. I don't think they have time <laughs> to watch TV. They're always busy. Are you kidding? We are their favorite TV. <laughs> Just drama, drama, drama. Well, this is uh, this is interesting to me that they aren't here. Uh-oh. Usually when I call them, call to them they they send somebody I got nobody huh? what are they up to Dolly's yeah. on her own oh my god maybe you're in the middle of a skirmish and they can't oh Dolly's got a question oh sure let me drop my weapon here and get killed while I go answer Dolly's question right is that what you want from me <laughs> yeah really oh my gosh <laughs> hey, hey, Walt, speak, for some reason it made me think of this King character, right, Gregory? And oh. for, on last week's show, somebody said, I hope you're not supporting this guy. He's dark state. Was that what they said? Oh, that was in that was in Facebook. It was in Facebook. Oh, right. I had posted the uh, YouTube thing. And on the promo, I said, you know, King, question mark, well, King, Pope. Antichrist, question mark, question mark, question mark, you know, and uh, this person decided that, you know, oh, my God, are you for him? And then, you know, Dolly says, no. <laughs> and so it we was are like definitely not promoting right. him. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, it, it seems like that, I mean, it does seem to be a, a backlash all you know right off the get go about this guy and what he's saying. Uh, so I think it's one of those deep state, you know, plays that is just going to blow up in their faces. 
Well, the only, like, as, like I said, I think I mentioned it in the last show when we talked about him. The only usefulness I see of him giving, giving a, any ability to do something is to undo or repair a lot of the crime and destruction that they've done. If he can do that with whatever political wherewithal he's been given, then I'm, I'm for that. But having permanent, a permanent king... That's a thing of the past. We're supposed to evolve away from, from you know, royal houses and all that crap. That's that's very old. That's the old reality the, where you have to have a, a clan or a group of influential people controlling your existence. And and what it comes down to is the entire. It's it's my complaint about Argentina. Argentina is not being run like a country where people have minds and spirits and the ability to choose and the ability to think, no, it's being run like a big giant farm. You know, all those in the government, they're the landowners, farm owners, and all the, and the rest of the citizenship, they're the, they're the, they're the hired hands. You do what the government tells you or they cut your head off. I don't care. They're, they're voting, but they're voting for ghosts because they're voting for who they want you to vote for. It's like, you don't... <laughs> what should I vote for? The flu or the coronavirus? You're, they're asking you between two, you know, whoever you choose is going to be just as awful as the previous guy. So that you call that freedom freedom of what? Freedom of choosing your pain. Choose your pain. Should I hammer your toe or do you want me to hammer your hand? You know, that's, that's what it comes down to because nobody uh, with any true possible intentions is going to make it into the government. It, the government exists. They, they run the country for their benefit, not the people. If they, if you see the people getting something, they're getting something so that they will, so that you will be steered into doing, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, according to, you know, um, the U.S. Constitution, a president can only be chosen for two terms, Correct. Is that still in play? Maximum uh, two it, terms? I don't... No, it wasn't the Constitution. I think it's an amendment. Or is it? It's but, an amendment? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But it's part of... You know, it's... it's That's the rule of the land, right? Two, two terms max? Right. Okay. And each term is four years, correct? Right. Okay. Get this little slice of wisdom from Argentine politics. According to the Constitution, a president can be elected three times. And each political term is six years. So lo and behold, you can have a president for 18 years. A baby can be born and come out of high school, and you're still looking at the same president. You know, <laughs> that's how fair the system the, the system is. And it, it's, it's just... Uh, and so, for example, and, and now they're toying with the idea of, uh, let's say... You end your three terms, and okay, and you've been president for 18 years. Now they're toying around with this some kind of new rule or amendment or some crap like that, where this woman that used to be the president, whose husband pretended to be killed so that he could steal I don't know how many millions of dollars, because he's been seen alive in the in one of the southern states in the south of Argentina. Uh, she did. She played out. You know, she was president for all her terms and now she's toying with the idea of getting re-elected so you would have the same demon for the fourth 
term. And what is what did she do? Okay, here's the thing that she do. She implemented where um, um, in order to get the female vote, she implemented welfare. The thing where if you're a single mother and you have babies to maintain, you get a steady salary, you know, so you can pay the rent and you can feed the kids. And as long as you keep making kids, you keep getting welfare. Yeah. Well, they, in the U.S., that it used to be back in the 70s and in the 80s where a lot of people abused the welfare system. You know, it was a constant criticism in New York of these mothers who would just make babies so that they didn't have to go to work. Well, that changed in the, I think it was in the mid-90s or toward the end of the 90s. Uh, well, if you, you, they'll give you welfare. You know, they won't let your children starve, but you have to go to a job that they send you. And let me tell you, they don't send you to pretty jobs because my neighbor downstairs, she had five kids, all from different men. And when they changed the law, she had to do a special course and she was trained to do what? She was trained to remove asbestos from buildings that are being decommissioned and torn down or they're being uh, repaired or refitted or whatever they're doing. So she had to do this job where she had to literally had to wear something that looked like an astronaut suit because it's so gosh darn uh, dangerous to remove asbestos from an old building. It, so you get sent to do these horrible jobs that nobody wants to do so that you can keep getting your payment. Well, in Argentina, it doesn't matter. You could watch TV all day, keep making babies. You keep getting paid. And that's what she did to win the female vote on her previous term. So that's what they do. On the surface, it appears that they're doing something good for the people. No, they're just throwing you crumbs from their table so that you will do what they want. The manipulation is so blatant and so visible, but nobody, so the, the key to their success, the key to this demonic government success is the complete disunion of people. Nobody comes together for nothing. Instead of everybody waking up and say, okay, you know, we're all suffering the same government. Let us all come together and they will not be able to stop us because we're the majority, right? No, it doesn't work that way. They are so psychologically programmed that it's me against everybody else. Oh, he's got a car. I don't have a car. I hate that person. I'm not going to get together with a person. Oh, I only have one car. And he's got two cars. I hate that person. I'm not going to rally together with that person. He gets to go on vacation and I don't get to go on vacation. So it's complete disunion. They only come together for one thing, soccer. If you can get a political party that represents soccer, you can get the entire country behind you. So... To, that's, that's, to, to just finish off the uh, question that was asked by time. Um, she has the, another one. Oh, she does? Okay, what's the other one? Because I'm not sure I remember the first one. I mean, I remember the Nan first one and the second one. Go ahead. Nancy, what are the main policies your party would profess? Right, the main part. Okay, um, reality is what we think it is. <laughs> she <laughs> knew you'd say that. Majority rules. <laughs> And those who are in control of any given reality will make everybody else understand rule one and two. That's it. We live by the golden rule. Easy. And we, and we keep 
weapons loaded at all times. <laughs> and power means responsibility. 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 I, I was I was with my uh, ex boss who's got the grenade launchers and stuff, you know, and we were talking about the state of affairs, and you know the the thing of it is is that. The only reason I have a weapon is to maintain the the fundamental amendment of the Constitution that at least gives us a whack at being able to get back the Constitution, which is they not only gave us the right to own weapons, they gave us the responsibility to own weapons so that everything else, if the feds go crazy, if the state goes crazy, we still have our, our guns. We can come together as a militia because, as somebody pointed out earlier today, the number of people it takes to make a change is infinite compared to what you think it is. It was a few people that did the revolution, that started the revolution. They fought for eight years and took down the most powerful military in the world. And, you know, that's what it is. Who were the people that would be attracted to this? The ones that took the oath of office. And, yes, I am a spiritual being, I understand this, but I'm also playing at the 3D level. And in the 3D level, the most important thing I ever said in my life was, you know, I I will support the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. It's the only oath I've ever taken in my life. And I think there's an awful lot of people out there that feel the same way I do and feel if they haven't taken that oath, they feel the understanding of the responsibility of it. We are responsible for giving a reality to our children that they can that is better than than what we got. And to be honest with you, I got a wonderful reality that on my watch kind of turned to shit. <laughs> and now I'm trying desperately to fix it. And so that's that's basically it, you know. Well, what happens is that you you had uh, two realities: the reality within the bubble of your home life, and then when you exited that bubble to live outside of the home life, it wasn't the same, was it? Ah, uh, no, it wasn't not at all. <laughs> hey, listen, First I want off, you, I want you to if, to talk about the new turtle you've got. We've got about five minutes, so. You know, I just wanted to put that out there that I do want people to know what you're doing with the water turtle. Oh, okay. Well, the the water turtle, what I did is I I replicated, uh, and because it's different from the the old original design. And okay, this one let's I let's let's just go back for people that don't know what we're talking about. Tell them about the original one. Okay, the original one was based on on uh, I don't know what they. Call this. It's a, it's a double implosion coil, and it was using the measure of for water for water purification. But then when I found oxygen, you were using oxygen. That was what we initially uh, put in. Yeah, that was the that was the original. But then I doused it again, and I kept getting no. The answer was a water purification because I guess it does more stuff than just oxygen. Uh, I don't argue with the guides. I just follow what they tell me. So that's why I ended up dowsing what was the value that would purify water, not just, you know, put oxygen in it. So um, I made, the, that's the, the Mr. Turtle that Dolly has, has that measure. 
and it's done with a double, it's made with a double implosion coil. But then later on, when I found how powerful it is to create the, the fractal field, when I saw the uh, information from Dan Winter, where he explains that when two waves come together and the space between the waves is 1.618, the value of phi, the, the waves, instead of um, creating interference with each other, they actually merge, creating a third wave, and that produces a, a fifth wave, and so on. So it just keeps uh, multiplying, and you, you create that pattern that, remember, I showed you the graphic. As the waves merge, they moved into a point of infinity, and it looks like when you look down on a rose, the petals of the rose, the way they, they mesh together, that's what the structure looks like. So that's what I did. I, I took the value of the water purification and calculated what would be the next value with a space of 1.618. And I encased all of that into the body of the turtle. And that's what I sent to the Ukraine. And they remember they reported back that in the first week alone, the radiation in the water went down to normal. And they started getting results even before it went into the water. Remember, we were like so anxious. Well, they put it into the water finally because they kept driving it all over the place. They took it to this place and the radiation went down. They took it to this other place. So they were driving this, the turtle all over the place. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That was, that was but funny. But luckily, <laughs> luckily, we had sent that turned on. Because you yeah. and I were told by the post office it was going to take like 12 weeks to get it to where it was going. And we didn't want to wait out that long, so we turned it on, which we normally wouldn't have. But we decided to do that with a provision it was just it was going to be working only on that particular area so that the postal people wouldn't get sapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what ended so, up happening is that ever since I found out from the Cater book, um, how you can actually amplify the light quotient, the light that, that's being put out by the coils by using the reflectivity of crushed glass. That's what I implemented. I, I made the um, I made the turtle glass enhanced, so its energy output is much greater because it, instead of being black and opaque, it's actually multiplying the light, the etheric. Because the orgone has the same properties of light. It can be reflected, it can be refracted. Uh, so the energy output is much bigger. It's, you you said, when I sent you, for example, the Hoponopono resonator, that's uh, light, that's glass enhanced, you said the, field, the, the energy of the field felt more dense compared yes, to the others. Yes, yes. And that's because of that light being reflected over and over and over again between the two layers of glass. So that's what I, that's that's the change I implemented in the new turtle. So uh, you notice the photos. I don't know if you saw the photos that Colleen posted. How the quality of the water has changed. Instead of being blue, it's turquoise now, and it has zero chlorine because she can't tolerate any chlorine, and yet she doesn't get any uh, algae. She gets nothing. It's just the water looks like a gem. Where, so where, where are those postings? Um, you have to, I think she posted it on the, either Cosmic Reality or the, or Shanghai Reality. That's, I, I, you said I duplicated Colleen, the Colleen who? Uh, Colleen Hausman. Hold on, let me go. 
the, she he did it they, on Facebook. Correct. Uh, I put the post on both Cosmic Reality and I and on the okay, Sunday I'll, Reality. I'll look at it so I can get people a, a link to it. Uh, we'll grab that link. But the photos of she has a salt water pool, not you know regular, not the regular uh, fresh sweet water. water, fresh water. That, that's the term I was looking for. Okay, let's see, Steve. And she's right close to uh, the water, and it has changed the water in the intercoastal area. Yeah, that would be expected. We've seen that before. Listen, guys, we're at the end of the show here. Um, Walt, got now, you've got to, okay, so post it in the, the chat room on the radio, please. And I will make sure it's underneath the uh, YouTube. And um, now you're running a special, or you're just telling people that it's now available. It's and, and it's New Paradigm Tools yeah, it, it, dot net. Yeah, it wasn't uh, available before. So when people wanted one, they would just send me a contact form. Uh, so I had to make sure that not to lose that in the job queue because it's. So I'm saying, okay, if people are interested. I might as well just list it in the website so they can send me a proper order form and then just put that into the queue as opposed to being a special order. Ah, so gotcha, that's, gotcha. that's what it is. Okay, yeah. awesome. Because awesome. a lot of people would say, are you making this anymore? I'm looking for it. They don't have it at the store. And, uh, okay, you gave me permission to make it, so I'm going to make it. <laughs> oh, sure. I Absolutely. You know, I mean, absolutely. Um Okay, so, Dolly, you want to say goodnight? Okay. Thanks for coming and visiting with us again, Time. And, and of course, all you regulars, you know, I loved you all. And uh, I'll be talking with you the next time I talk with you. So, from Dolly World, bye-bye. And, Walt, you want to say goodnight? Thank you, everybody, for being with us and, and uh, enjoying the show with us. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Dolly. And for me, be kind to everybody. And we'll see you on the other side. And for heaven's sakes, be safe. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening.